0: This is Prince Chango and you're now listening to Three Count
1: Podcast. You should really pay attention. Cause I'm watching you. <laughs> you wanna play? everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, because, you know, I do this. And I'm here to lead you on an expedition today. So, Let's get down to business. This is now entering Ring, which means one thing, we have a special guest for you, and that special guest comes from Reality of Wrestling. She comes from Sabotage. She also has the local wrestling, and you can more importantly find her on Mission Pro. She is one-third of Queendom. Give it up for Danny B. Hello. <laughs> I'm mad excited. It's so weird that I just flipped like that, but I'm so excited to be here on the show. <laughs> yeah here <laughs> you know it's funny because I like watched a few interviews with you um and a couple of people that we've actually featured on the show so like um oh face face wrestling podcast like they've been one of our guests and uh, I saw your interview and I was like oh dang I definitely I'm gonna reach out and get her on the show because it's lit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but so let's let's kick this off right so right before we were getting started we were talking about um our goals is to hit different places right so as you had mentioned one of yours was the east coast and I actually had (laughs) mentioned that one of mine is actually the third coast so I want to hit up the Texas area and get into Oklahoma and stuff I'm curious though because you said it's a different world I'm just very curious like what have you what do you know about the east coast like wrestling I only know from like what I see like on YouTube and it's like
0: every day like I see like a new face from up there and I'm like oh my gosh like these people are so amazing and it's like just because I like I've met people that came from that area down here and it's just the way they talk and act and like wrestling is such a different world over there I'm like I have to go over there and wrestle
1: <laughs> it's funny because like I was just about to tell you like I was in the military so I've like moved from place to place to place like mm-hmm. all over so I've been and you're right like you know, Texas is a hundred percent different from what like Maryland is within what I'm actually from this place called, um, Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. So like, there's just different worlds all together. It's so weird. And oh, yes. like the wrestling style, even for like, yes. you just, like in the Midwest, is just different from like the South. So
0: yes, from, you know, the East
1: coast. Different. <laughs> I'm super hyped though, man. Like I, I, uh, you know, last year, right before like the pandemic really took over, uh, yes. Will All Day was actually here in Baltimore and All like
0: that- <laughs> oh, and oh Corona just messed everything up man I could have been over there by now <laughs>
1: right I was like you know like and that's why I was like working and like I had just started last year so mm-hmm. right January 2020 is when like I made my my uh training pro training debut and I was man. like yeah I'm in I'm in a pro ring now I'm like working my ass off and then like Corona shut it down and then Instead of like, uh, instead of just sitting here moping and hoping that, you know, things would open up, I started reaching out to other people. And like, thus, the show was born. And next thing you know, like, here we are.
0: <laughs> like Corona definitely made people think outside the box and realize that they have other talents. So it was a good thing out of Corona, I would say, too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this, because I want to know. I have my first question, which is, who is Danny B.?
0: Oh, Danny B is a Southern girl from a small city in Oklahoma who moved to Texas for to like gain you know better wrestling skills, and now she has to fight all these rude, mean Texas girls. And yes, but it's it's just so. I knew I was gonna, I knew I was gonna become a heel when I got here because everybody hates Oklahoma. So I was like, all right, y'all already don't like me from the jump, so let's just run with that. <laughs>
1: Listen, I see you with the Oklahoma State University coat, okay? I have to ask, because I heard about this, and I really, and I want to ask somebody who's, like, you know, from Stillwater, right? So I got to ask this question. So there was a rumor about a contractor who was laying down brick to, like, the stadium. And Uh in a certain area, he laid down, like, a darker red to make an O and a U in the brick. And I'm wondering if that was, like, because I, I heard that the school sued and they won, and obviously the guy had to replace like all the brick and like. Let
0: uh, uh, me ask about that. That's funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, I was like, dang, robbery runs deep down there. I was like,
0: it does it, it really? <laughs>
1: Like, we have, like, in-state-wise, we don't have, like, in Nebraska, because that's my team, right. like, I'm a huge Nebraska fan, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't have, like, another team to rivalry against, so we have, like, Iowa, or, like, Colorado, or Wyoming, mm-hmm. we can rival with those schools, but it's not really, like, a rivalry, except for, like, Iowa, which I don't like right. the way. but, nonetheless, I was, like, to have, like, another university in your state to, like, you know, you have that in-state rivalry is, like, lit.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I was curious. Like, um, like, did you go to OSU?
0: Um, actually, I did not. But it's funny because my dad went to OU, my brother went to OSU. So it's like I have love for both. So people ask me all the time, which one do you like? I'm like, I like everybody. <laughs> I'm a fan of everyone.
1: <laughs> the safe answer. It's the safe. Answer. <laughs> yes. And it, and and to to be fair, like, don't act like it goes by without anybody noticing that you're a huge Thunder fan. Right come on now please which then I'm just gonna ask which leads me to a question uh Durant Westbrook or Harden
0: easy question Westbrook okay <laughs> yeah I think that's where I got like my motivation from and the way like I want to portray wrestling because he was just such a loyalty to his team and I love that <laughs> so hard i was like i love it i'm so glad he's no i'm so sad he's gone but i'm happy for him definitely
1: yeah well i mean you guys got you got john wall out of it you know you can do like the whole like thing that he right. doing <laughs> i'm like yeah we got something <laughs> <laughs> he brings a little thing well you know he's an assist machine too i like him he's a just a good down-to-earth dude too oh definitely definitely so i'm curious what brought you into the business of wrestling
0: Wow. Um, Of course, I always had the dreams of it as a kid, but as I started becoming older into a teenager, like that reality kind of like shut down. And it's crazy because like I had a whole like career ahead of me. Like I wanted to go to school and do like cinematography. I went to college for a little bit. Then one day, like I was just, I remember sitting in my college class and I was like, I don't want to do this. Then I just sat back and I'm like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life that I truly enjoy? And I was like, I want to be a wrestler. And at first I thought it was so crazy because I was out of shape. Like I didn't do anything. So even saying I want to be a wrestler was so crazy to me. So I'm glad that I stepped and did that and put the effort into it. So yes.
1: Oh, trust me. Like when I was like, I, I was in the military at the age mm-hmm. of like 20, and then like I got out at 26, and I was like, What am I gonna do? I was like, I'm gonna go to school because that's what you're supposed to do. You go to yeah. college, and I graduated, mm-hmm. I graduated, and I have two degrees. and I was like, What do I wanna do? It was like, I wanna do me. I was like, I'm, gonna co- I'm, I'm a huge fan of The Rock and Cena. Like, I'm going into yeah. wrestling. My favorite wrestler is Ray Mysterio. I'm going into wrestling, and like, <laughs> exactly at the age of 36 or 35 turning 36 this year i'm like yeah you're number two let's go
0: <laughs> yes definitely i'm just like i just came to the conclusion i'm like you literally have one life to live like chase your
1: dreams and just live life as
0: much as you can honestly
1: that's wow that was the same conversation my wife and i just had it's like a little bit ago before we started going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm chasing this goal i'm, I'm making this dream happen it's yeah working.
0: you have one life to live
1: live it up i'm curious though like while you're in a ring everybody has one of these crazy stories so i'm kind of curious about yours what's been like one of the worst bumps you've taken
0: oh oh my goodness oh let me think oh my goodness well i won't i haven't had necessarily a bad bump but there's this move i don't know if you've seen it rachel rose she has you in the corner sitting down and like your chest is wide open, and she literally just comes and just drop kicks your chest, and you can't go anywhere, so you have to take it. That's like the worst. I hate it. I hate taking that.
1: <laughs> oh no, that sounds that does not sound fun at all. Oh, and, oh. and
0: it's like, every time I wrestle her, I know what's gonna come, so I just like I gotta take it.
1: <laughs> I get, I'll send you. I'll send you this video. I saw. I saw one. It's uh, two females that are at Limitless. Actually, Basic Becca was one of them. Uh-huh. Hi, Be- hi, hi, Becca. I know you watch the show. So, um, she took a drop kick, and she so the way that she was laid out, right? Um, yeah. She took a drop kick, and her body just slid into the into the post, but it was like spine first, and like she just wrapped around it. And I was like,
0: Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs>
1: yeah, I like, and I was like, That was the finish of the match, and I was like, Ooh, yeah, the spine <laughs> yeah. don't bend that way,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Oh man, yeah.
0: Some of these girls are some troopers taking bumps. I'm with them, man.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, and and there's there's parts where I'm watching like women's wrestling, and I'm like, yo, know, they hit a lot harder than some of the dudes. <laughs>
0: That's, literally, there are some girls. I'm like, oh no, oh no. I hope I don't ever come across her.
1: Well, I've seen like I mean I I know you know we talk about Queendom. I know I was like I know Amber. Amber can she can lay it in if she wants to. Like I've watched a few of her matches where she just like just hit yeah. somebody just just right. lay
0: it Her <laughs> promise too. She's I'm like oh man she's crazy too. So even training with her I'm like oh no don't hit me don't hit me. <laughs>
1: man. Oh man I yeah I've seen I was like dang I was like oh yeah. that that sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah girls are tough now
1: man (laughs) speaking of being hit I'm just curious what's the hardest that you've been hit
0: um I don't know if you've ever heard of her but this woman from she's based in Oklahoma and Texas too um her name is Erica Torres she's also a MMA fighter (laughs) so we were just training one day and this was like when I first started and she was the first person to ever really hit me I think and I think that was the hardest I've ever been hit and I was like scared for my life (laughs) i was like wow so that's what it feels like to be hit in the face great great it's
1: it's funny because like even when you think like Thunder rosa like you know she's a she's a trained fighter too yes yes and and everybody has like different power like in their punches because i imagine being punched by well i mean imagine getting punched by thunder like you're you're feeling it for a while but it's like every once in a while you meet those one people though at one person that you're like they don't got that much power and then you're just like oh it's
0: crazy because it's the smallest people too <laughs> i'm just like man
1: goodness And it what's funny to me is like i you know i i got rocked um i got rocked in a practice match with my best friend who hi Chaz, um <laughs> who also runs the show with me uh, he rocked me, and like I got hit, and just things went white for a quick second. And I was oh like, God. "Oh no, we're not doing this. We are laying this in now. Okay, we're turning this up." <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> I'll send
1: you. I'll, I'll send you that video because you can hear my trainer in the background. He's talking to a friend. And he's just like, "Hey, yo, prepare to see some of the stiffest shots you've ever seen."
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: so i'm curious though like once you like once you have your match right like do you have a post-match meal like a post-match ritual that you do okay so
0: i know before a show i i cannot eat and it's not even because like i'm hungry it's just like i don't even think of food so i probably wake up and eat breakfast and won't have my meal until after the match and that's when i celebrate and i go all out (laughs) I'm like, let me save myself, because I know after this match, I'm going to be craving some wings, some pizza, so I'll be going all out. <laughs> That's after my match is over, I'm like, where are we eating at?
1: <laughs> Please, oh, man. What What is, like, all right, so if you had a choice, like, what's your go-to spot?
0: Ooh, definitely. I realize I go to Buffalo Wild Wings a
1: lot. Yo, let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I love it. <laughs>
1: What wings are you getting? I'm just curious. I'm just asking these questions now because I'm like, yeah, beat ups is definitely the spot.
0: Now, for some reason, I've been addicted to lemon pepper lately. I don't know why, but lemon pepper has been like my biggest fan. And I love it.
1: I'm here for lemon pepper. Yeah. I'm I'm down with some mama some pepper and some mango habanero. It's definitely like mm-hmm. a spot. oh my god, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh- I'm just curious, too, right? So, like, every wrestler, every commentator, every ring announcer, every manager has one of these stories. So, I'm sure you probably have one, too, and I'm very curious about yours. What's been, like, one of your favorite fan interactions that you've had?
0: Oh, man. Um, It was actually my first time wrestling in Oklahoma, and there was this little light-skinned girl and like, it was just like looking into a mirror and like, she just came up to me and she said, I want to be just like you. And I'm just like, what? Like, that's so crazy to me. Cause I felt like when I was younger, I used to look up to like Mickey James and everyone else. And I'm like, wow, now I'm playing that role. Like, it just feels so crazy to me. So crazy.
1: Like, so, and I, I obviously can't relate to that. Right. So I'm just very curious, like, what's it like to be, cause I know like in, in the industry, right. It's as diverse as it is, there's obviously, you know, so I'm very curious, like, being a a woman of color going into the industry, like, what's it like, like, what's it like being that role model for those kids, like, coming up, like, how do you, how do you handle that pressure?
0: It's definitely inspiring, especially being from Oklahoma, where, like, the African-American population is really low, so doing these shows in majority of white towns, like, it's scary, I'm not gonna lie, it's really scary, but, like, I see like one or two black people in the crowd. I'm like, okay, I am an Im- a image, you know, saying like you can chase your dreams and do what you want. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to stay in this small town. Just live your life to the fullest. So I'm glad that I am a role model for just young kids that look like me.
1: That, that's awesome. So I'm very curious because I have, this is like one of my other favorite questions to ask. And I ask this to every single person. Like what advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers?
0: Oh, man. Honestly, I say this a lot now, but just have fun. And I say this not in a bad way, but don't take it serious because of course you can take it serious. But like people's opinions or how people think of you like that literally does not matter at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? To If you want to get somewhere, everything is up to you. So like you literally just have to like black people out and follow your own path. Don't look at anybody else's and don't compare your life to anybody else's. That was one thing I did really bad when I was young. I would say, oh, she's getting this place. He's going that place. And I had to stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like God created my path just for me. So I'm going to stay in my lane. So definitely that.
1: (laughs) that's great, that's, that's great advice, that's, that's be great advice, and especially with the story behind it, too, that's lit, just, here's, here's, like, the new debut question that I really want to ask on this show, it's, like, all right, so, going into a new promotion, and not being familiar with anybody, can you give us some do's and don'ts in the locker room? Yeah, my
0: goodness, I just did that, like, three times this month, didn't know anybody, um, Of course, I would say just walk in with a positive attitude. I always try to find the promoters or the head people in charge first and and speak. And now during Corona, like, of of course, you don't have to shake everybody's hands. But I usually just like walk in the middle and I say, hey, everyone, because, you know, it's just I try to only touch people that I'm wrestling just to make it easier for everybody. But I mean, I have not ran. Into any problems with anyone in any locker room, so I can get along with pretty much everybody. Like everybody's pretty chill. Like sitting in the locker room, it's really you know say up to you on what you want to do. So I haven't ran into any problems, and there's nothing that I would just point out that's crazy. That I say don't do. You know, I've, I've been in pretty chill areas. I've been ran into anybody crazy or anything.
1: <laughs> well that's good that's good to know that you haven't like run into like those don't yeah pretty cheap. I, I know like I know for me like my trainer was like the the first show like ever attended he was like all right man here's what's gonna happen we're gonna walk in the door I'm gonna introduce you to the promoter you're gonna shake his hand yes and we're, gonna go, we're gonna go from there and then you're gonna and then you know of course he was like shake everybody's hand like that you're there and now that Corona's a thing I'm just like I'm just gonna elbow bump everybody yeah
0: like yeah. everyone definitely Definitely. and
1: then oh this was one that he told me too and i was just gonna share this and see what you thought but like the first thing that he had said to me was um don't um like just don't get into the ring like ask
0: Yeah yes that's a big one too i always try to ask definitely because sometimes they can still be working on it or somebody else is in there you know that's definitely that's a big one too yeah. I was like, okay. I'll.
1: So I remember like shaking the promoter's hand. I was like, Hey, how's it going, sir? He's like, yeah. I was like, he's like, you excited for today? I was like, Oh yeah. Like I, you know, I know my role I know what I'm supposed to do. I know where I'm on the card. I was like, I know what he's looking like t- pointing my trainer. I was like, I know what he's expecting from me. You know, what are your yeah. expectations? And then he, we got done. I was like, can I get in your ring? He was just like, he just like, he was like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely i feel like asking is very respectful because it's like you're coming into somebody else's territory you know so i'm like let me ask like i don't want to be disrespectful and none of that at all
1: right um all right so that is it for me for like all my hard-hitting kind of questions so i'm very curious we're gonna play a game this is the best segment of this show which is called the three count podcast 10 count questions and here's how it works i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you okay whatever shirt comes off the dome Let me
0: see you still there are
1: we good yeah a, a apparently i was like i didn't know what
0: this. The heck? it was just everything was going smooth then it just stopped oh my goodness
1: uh, that's all right i'm gonna edit this anyway i'll, I'll figure this out <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll get into it so we're gonna we're gonna do the 10 count uh three count podcast 10 count questions we're gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast whatever first comes to your mind we're gonna go from there goodness so let's put on the imaginary timer Bing! and here we go Smackdown or raw raw favorite movie uh lovely bones I hate, that's a good movie I like that sonic or mario sonic favorite tv show um family guy <laughs> <laughs> unrelated question favorite character on family guy <laughs>
0: definitely spooey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> three things that you would like to take with you on a deserted island
0: Ooh, definitely um, my phone, water, and a journal.
1: Fat. Favorite actress?
0: Ooh, ah, Zendaya.
1: Hey, let's go. I was just listening to um, The Greatest Showman actually earlier today. <laughs> Best video game?
0: Oh, oh my goodness. Call of Duty. I don't know which one it was, but I'm going to say Call of Duty.
1: There's like a million of them. <laughs> Favorite podcast.
0: Hmm. Hmm. This one.
1: Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't feel like this was preempted at all. Uh, <laughs> nominate somebody you want to see on the show.
0: Ooh.
1: Let's go ahead and do Promise Braxton. Let's do Promise. Them in here. Why not? yeah <laughs> and then last but not least my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show favorite curse word
0: Ooh! Ah! can i say it yeah you can <laughs>
1: motherfucker
0: <laughs>
1: it is i mean that's that's such a great word it is there's no doubt <laughs> so all I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you.
0: Yes. So for my Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Danny B. Okay. and for my Facebook, you can find me at Danny B.
1: And there she is. Also, you can find her stuff on pro Yes, you can go ahead and get a shirt. Why not? <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, I am the host of this show. This is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. The host, me, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And as I said, this is Now Entering the Ring with the lovely Danny B. So you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there. Or, psych, that's the only place you need to be, is right here. So we will catch you later. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. Show us support, please.